Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM, 89.3. Today on Movie Magic, I'm going to talk about three movies that are playing the theaters right now. Now, some time ago, I raved about the movie A Quiet Place on Movie Magic. It was written by Brian Wood, Scott Beck, and John Krasinski. Now, John Krasinski also acted in the movie alongside with his real-life wife, Emily Blunt. The movie was tense, and it'll put you at the edge of your seat as you don't know when the alien might just appear. Now, the whole theater was quiet, and nearly everyone was uh, sucking on their popcorn in case, you know, the crunching noise would summon the alien. Brian Woods and Scott Black know how to keep the audience guessing in the way they write their screenplays. They not only write well together, but also direct well too. After A Quiet Place, they came up with Haunt. Now, Haunt is a slasher movie, and it's one of those go-to movies during Halloween. The duo are back again with another movie that'll put you at the edge of your seat, and it's titled 65. It stars Adam Driver, who's no stranger to science fiction movies because, hey, he was Kylo Ren in Star Wars. In this film, he crash lands his spaceship with passengers in them on a planet. He doesn't know where he is. There are no buildings, uh, just a big jungle with hills and waterfalls. Beautiful scenery, yes. Later, he realizes that the atmosphere is breathable. And so, you know, you don't have to take off your mask and breathing apparatus and so on. And then later, he realizes that he's actually on Earth. But 65 million years ago, he's in a land of dinosaurs. Now, you might be sick and tired of dinosaurs after the last Jurassic World movie, well, to be honest, I am too. But this is different. It is by far one of the most groundbreaking science fiction thriller films. It also differentiates itself from other traditional dinosaur films, like, you know, the Jurassic World films. It is a suspenseful film that will leave you jaw-dropped and leaning by the edge of your seat. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Like A Quiet Place, the film has minimal dialogue which makes it an interesting watch as we get to see the interactions and emotions of the characters in a father-daughter family relationship. Of course, it has some jump scares, in fact, quite a bit, and you don't see them coming, and that's a good thing. Now, because of the family dynamics and the relationship between characters that don't speak English, it has some joy and some tears as well. Adam Driver is fantastic. This movie is like, um, how should I put it? Starship Troopers meets Jurassic Park. The future versus the past. Humans versus dinosaurs. 
high-tech versus the primitive. And the runtime of this movie is just an hour and a half, just like in the old days when you could tell a story in 90 minutes. The movies these days, especially if it's an action-packed movie or a science fiction movie, are at least two hours long, and some are even three hours long. So the fact that this movie is just 90 minutes long, you won't need to hold your pee or get a sore buttocks. Oh, I forgot to mention, even the soundtrack of 65 is suspenseful. Money FM 89.3 Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Now, before I tell you about another action movie, I want to tell you about a horror movie which I didn't watch at the cinemas. <laughs> no, not that I was afraid to watch it. I only resent watching supernatural movies, horror movies, slasher movies. Uh, that it's okay. I, I like those actually. Now, I didn't go and watch this film because I didn't get to watch the first one when it was released in 1996. Now, you probably know which movie I'm talking about. Scream. Uh, this is part six of the Scream franchise. I like how cleverly the number six is written on the poster, with the letter M in Scream is divided into Roman numerals, V1 in red. Take a look at the poster. It's very well done. My friend Rochelle is an ardent fan of the Scream movies. I think she screams for joy when these Scream movies are released. And although I haven't watched the latest installment of, you know, this franchise, Scream 4, oh, wait a minute, Scream 6, sorry, my dyslexia kicked in. I heard from Scream fans that this is one of the most terrifying and bloodiest of all the Scream movies. <laughs> Not all Scream fans love it, but most that I spoke with do. When I have time one day, maybe I'll sit down and watch the original. So like I said earlier, and I mentioned this many moons ago on Movie Magic, um, that I don't mind watching horror movies and slasher films, but not supernatural ones. Now, if I like the original Scream, maybe I'll catch up by watching the rest. I do like the score, though. It's one of those soundtracks to listen to when you want to write a horror story. Money FM 89.3 Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. When I watched the first John Wick directed by Chad Stalhesky, I was alone in the theater. No, 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 no. Not that there wasn't anyone else in the theater. The theater was full. But when I watched it, I watched it by myself. Should have made that clear in the very beginning. Now, if you've been following the John Wick movies you would know that the movie is an action-packed movie about revenge. The first story follows John Wick, played by Canadian actor Keanu Reeves, a legendary hitman, is forced out of retirement to seek revenge against the men who killed his puppy. It's like a final gift to his recently deceased wife. Now, I can see why people were drawn to this revenge movie because it pulls on the heartstrings of animal lovers, especially people who love puppies and dogs. I love animals as well. So I thought this movie is going to be promising. Uh, there were some corny lines in the script, especially the first few minutes in the movie where John Wick brings his car to his mechanic. The dialogue was so corny that I wanted to walk out of the theater right there and then, but I didn't. I stayed on. Then came the shooting and the fighting, and then the people that were shooting John Wick. Um, they were obviously the bad guys. And logic will tell you that they know how to use guns and aim properly. Well, they did know how to use the guns. But when they were shooting John Wick, 
all of them, every one of them missed. Even spraying with machine guns, they could miss. They might as well put on a stormtrooper's helmet and uniform. That's how bad it was. I wanted to excuse myself and leave the theater, but I didn't want to disturb the whole aisle as I was seated right smack in the middle. My favorite row in a theater is row H. If I can't get row H, then I'll go for row G or J. But it has to be right in the center of these three rows. And if I can't get those tickets, then I would normally skip watching the movie. Or I'll go to a different theater or a different hall. So right now, I'm in the middle of the theater, in my favorite seats, yes, good seats, but watching a so-so movie. And there's no way I can get out. So I say to myself, Hang in there, Colin. This movie should be good. Well, thank God I went to watch this movie by myself, so I didn't have to pay for an extra ticket. I saved some money, but I wasted some of my time. So from that experience, did I watch the other three John Wick movies that came after that? Well, what do you think? Now there's a fourth John Wick movie directed by the same guy that directed the first movie. The first one had a budget of 20 to around 30 million, around there. It made 86 million at the box office and the runtime was 101 minutes. So it was slightly over an hour and a half, which is a good length to tell a story. Well, for me, it felt forever, but that's my opinion. I'm not going to bother talking about the second and third John Wick movies as my experience with the first wasn't that good at all. So let's jump to the fourth John Wick movie, which is the latest from the franchise. And, if I'm not mistaken, is the finale. Fans of this franchise, and some critics too, are saying that it can be compared to the good, the bad, and the ugly. Huh. They went to the extent of saying that the first John Wick, if stripped down, is like a fistful of dollars. And then the second and the third installments expanded the John Wick universe in a manner comparable to a few dollars more. Well, (laughs) that's a brave comparison. I mean, yes, the Spaghetti Western trilogy had Clint Eastwood as the cool cowboy, and this one has Keanu Reeves as the cool hero. Well, kind of cool. Now, that's the only common thing I can find with these two franchises. The coolness where the hero talks very little, in a low voice, and how he stands, draws his gun, and so forth. But other than that, there's no way the John Wick franchise can be compared to the Clint Eastwood Spaghetti Western movies. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. The latest John Wick movie, John Wick 4, is 170 minutes long. And I emphasize the word long because that's 10 minutes shy of three hours. Now, I don't know about you, But a two-hour-long movie is kind of enough for me, unless, unless it can draw me in like a good book that you can't put down. I'll give you an example. The Lord of the Rings trilogy is one franchise that I didn't mind watching, despite the fact that they were three hours long. In fact, uh, the last of the trilogy, The Return of the King, was slightly more than three and a half hours long. But yet, I didn't feel it. I don't think anybody felt it. That's because in that trilogy, you're drawn to the characters and the story. John Wick's director, Chad Stelhelski, 
probably has the same feeling about his latest movie because he said there was no mandate for how long or short the movie should be. Just an organic process of watching and re-watching the material to figure out the proper pace. Their first cut was 3 hours and 45 minutes. Well, that is 10 minutes longer than The Return of the King. Well, that's 10 minutes too long. Well, that's too long, period. With that length, I wonder if there was any Bollywood dancing in between. Now, although I like the movie to be within two hours long, um, in the same tone, I should say that a movie should be as long as it should be in order to tell the story right. So let me give you an example, okay? Return of the King was three and a half hours long, well, slightly more, and I loved it. Justice League was exactly two hours long, not a minute more, not a minute less. But I felt it was rushed, and there was not enough time for the characters to build a story and have enough screen time. That movie, in my opinion, should have been longer. Now, fans of John Wick movies would say that the latest that's playing the theaters right now is the best. And I'm not going to disagree with them because to each his own, right? Now, the John Wick movies all started with a dog, well, a dead dog. And then John Wick went berserk and started his string of revenge. You know, it just went on and on and on. So what are we teaching our young ones? That it's okay to take revenge? Well, if you like action movies with mindless killing, repetitive violence, and action that goes beyond logic and against physics, and stereotyping a Chinese man played by Donnie Yen, yet again he plays a blind man that knows martial arts, then yes, this is the movie for you. Don't get me wrong, I like action movies. But this franchise, well, it's not my cup of tea. And I don't think anyone can replace Keanu Reeves as John Wick. The Wick will keep on burning. Because although it might be the finale of John Wick, there will be a spin-off titled Ballerina. I'm Colin Gomez, and this has been Movie Magic on Money FM 89.3. Now, if you see me in a theater watching a John Wick movie, I will not be in my favorite row, row H. No, I will be in row Z. And I'll take the aisle seat, the very end, so that I can tiptoe out of the theater like a ballerina. <laughs>